Welcome to the next episode of the Sportsmania podcast. I'm Hubert and I am joined once again by the panel. So Abdi's not here, but we do have George. Afternoon, how are we doing? Afternoon, all good. And after a successful first episode, Dan, back again. How are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks, you. Yeah, very good, very good. Uh, so <clears throat> let's let's quickly give our listeners some backstage gossip here. So the plan was to talk about uh, the Champions League draw because, you know, why can you, how can you not? A slight problem with this, George, it, the draw happened, but it's been, it's unhappened. Well, UEFA's ball control wasn't very good, literally. No, um, I couldn't, yeah. Forgot um, to put the ball in. Yeah, they put the ball in the wrong hole. Uh, mm. Or pot, whatever we call it. <laughs> uh, typical UEFA, really. I, I, I don't know. Like, So they're going to redo the draw at two o'clock. So as someone, a famous person on um, Sky Sports would say, it'll be live. Yes. We'll, we'll give you... Blow by blow. Yes, when, we'll probably be recording. Balls dropped, mm. and the only thing that would have was missing in the UEFA in the draw today that they didn't put someone like Arsenal or Tottenham in it. I'd laugh if they put the actually wrong team in there. Yeah, that'd be good, wouldn't it? You can't, no, you can't. Yeah. But yeah, so Man United fans were at the receiving end. What a surprise! It, has to, it, it, it always has to happen to them, doesn't it? Well, I thought um, they were crying for no reason at first, and then yeah. Looked like it. Yeah, it looked like they're crying just because they got the toughest team in the draw, and then yeah, it's because they normally do. That's why. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, realize. Mm. We'll see what happens. We will bring you the draw if we're still recording, which you probably will be. We will bring you the draw, and uh, predict and talk about it. So yeah, now that's been ruined. We will go into the Premier League um, and review. I just saying quickly, I want to mention we're talking about Europe. Um, the I saw in the Europa League qualifier playoff round. Things slash whatever round it is that uh, um, Barcelona drew Napoli. Yeah, Barcelona yeah. have Napoli and, uh, and Rangers Dortmund, get Borussia Rangers. Dortmund. Yeah, so Should be interesting. A couple of tasty ties there. That's some decent Ireland stuff. Ireland over Scotland. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that will be interesting. You Definitely. kind of, yeah, you see Dortmund really going like through there. They're messy to Manchester. Oh, no, not yet. Not yet. We'll not yet. After two o'clock, mate, after two o'clock. <laughs> Yeah. It will happen again. I'm telling you, it will be. It will happen. Hopefully, it won't. One can only. Well, yeah, they'll probably, get Le- they'll probably get Lille now. Yeah, of course nice it and easy. Again. Nice and easy. Okay, well, um, that's been Kai Bush. We're going to go to the Premier League, and Dan, we're going to talk about Man City Wolves first. Not a massive win by City, but we did say it's going to be quite tight. But Raheem Sterling did get his one hundredth goal. Yeah, he's definitely done well. I think for someone who's not always playing regularly as well, he's definitely not done bad. But it comes to the same thing that Wolves, again, they're hard to break down and you're not really going to go out and win 4-5-0 or against them. But I think for Sterling, it's definitely a big achievement. Hopefully for him, it can motivate him a bit more. You probably want to be in that team as much as you can, especially when they get, like you know, penalties or whatever. Man City, I think, they played all right, but again, Wolves are not a bad team. And there's a reason that they are around the top half of the table most seasons. They've only been up a couple of years, and I don't think they're not failing by any means. I think they're quite good, and they're a solid team. So it's a good win for City, but not a bad performance for Wolves, really. Yeah, not a bad performance. And I mean, for Sterling, George, 
Do you think he will still leave Man City in the summer? Um, yeah. Because I think he wants regular football and if he wants to stay in the England squad, he's going to have to play week in, week out. And I know he is playing at the moment, but is that always going to be the case? It's, uh, there's a lot of squad rotation with Guardiola. I don't know. It all depends where Sterling is in his head at the moment. It was good that he got uh, well done to him, like 100th Premier League. I didn't actually know he had that many, to be honest. Also, I thought, um, like Dan said about City, problem with um, City, they have so much talent, they don't really know who to play. Like, they, like, they appear like De Bruyne, I think. Didn't he come off the bench? I'm not that much. I think so, <laughs> yeah. You have yeah, to wonder that yeah. sometimes. They have so many um, players, they don't know where to play, when to play them. It brings up questions. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Like, so, and Wolves, they should be known as the Great Wall of Wolves because they're really hard to break down. Like, they're a good side person. I think Bruno have a pint of lager or whatever his name is. He's doing a good job there. And Jimenez, what a prat he was. Yeah, big. It's yeah. going to be a big miss for Wolves. Play, Jimenez sent like, off. He gave out more Christmas cards than I have in the uh, cards and Christmas cards, like Jimenez. So <laughs> it's just stupid. I don't know what he was doing. It's a bit but... of a reckless, yeah, very reckless one there, but ridiculous. Fan, but still, it was ridiculous though. Yeah, yeah, and I think about Wolves definitely, you know, tough team to break down defensively, attacking wise, they're not convincing, but defensively wise, they really are a tough team. So don't worry, you're not getting your howling Wolves today. You might no. get that next week. We'll see what the other sound effects <laughs> will come. So we'll move on to. <laughs> Probably, probably booze when Man United get an easy draw again. Uh, so moving on to the next game, George Arsenal Southampton. Uh, very much more than job well done for Arsenal. Three 0 done and dusted. We're back, mate. We're back. Not joking. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Um, I listened to it because um, I was meant to go, but I wasn't well enough. So um, I thought we were in the first twenty minutes. I thought Southampton were the better team. Um, and then we done that that first goal. I'm sorry if that's a Liverpool goal or a Man City goal. You have to everyone in the media would be like wetting themselves over that. Oh, what a goal! Look at Klopp how he's getting them playing football because it was Arsenal. I just don't think you really much like Ramsdale threw it out. Saka bang, that is that goal. And I've been a huge like as Hubert knows. I think Alex Lacazette is amazing. Uh, yeah, you love him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't You've never criticised him, him at all, honest. No, I don't call him Alex Lack of Threat or nothing. Um, yeah, it was a good goal, to be fair. And then um, Erdegaard scored, he three and three. Can't really argue with that. I just thought we'd... Then we just tore Southampton apart, like Gabriel scored. Then, well, one, he had that disallowed. Then he wouldn't have done the same thing again. Martinelli hit the post. Thomas Party actually hit one on target and hit the bar. Uh, yeah, I thought we played well, and we did. We we could kind of rest Smith Rowe, which was nice as well. I've seen Arsenal fans saying papering over the cracks, but just be happy once won a game. Yeah, I think it's yeah. one of these things. Like you've lost to Everton, but apart from that, you've not <coughs> been on a bad form. No, like obviously we'll come to it. We're talking about Everton. No, like obviously looking back now, Everton is a really really disappointing result. Like, 
I just wonder, I don't think our fans would have been like that if we just lost to Man United and got sat and won against Everton. Or because we've got the both, I don't know, the season, it twists and turns. Like, so we've got West Ham Wednesday, which we'll come to later in the predictions. But if we go and win that, which I think we'll struggle. I don't know. It'll be hard. I thought it was going to be hard, but West Ham are decimated at the minute. Yeah, I think, so, I think it's going to be a tight game. It's not going to. It will be a tight game. But if we go and win that, result. we'll go joint fourth. Considered it and when whatever happens in Manchester United's game, so I I don't know. I'd a lot too many fans are easy to comment on game by game basis for me. Judge it on this. I'm turning into Mister Arsene Wenger. Judge me in May. That's what I'm. That's what he used to say. So that's what Arsene Wenger with a London accent, eh? Yeah. Who sounds like he's got a cold? Yeah. But that's what I just think. I think this is where teams go wrong. They judge. When they're down through transition, they judge game by game. They don't do that. Judge at the end of the season, and then you know what you're kind of doing there. Because like we've seen it, boys. Like how many teams have been top of the league at Christmas and then finished fifth or sixth? Anything can happen. And the Premier League nowadays. I know my club's done it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of clubs have. A lot of clubs have done it because at the end of the day, Dan. The Premier, the way the Premier League is now, literally anyone can beat anyone, and anyone, if not beat them, they can give they can give them a good game. Hundred percent. There's no set winner of any game. You come into a game, and there's not like you can't say, "Well, this unless team's going to win." Not, unless you play Newcastle. Unless you're playing Newcastle, yeah, yeah. But then, you know, just for you, Nick, unless you're they? listening, your team's crap. It is terrible. We'll go into just how crap it is later. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's not like you're. When you play the majority of Premier League teams, I'll say that. Sorry, Newcastle fans. When you play the majority, you can't predict the result accurately because no one knows what's going to happen. You could say someone will win 2-1. The other team could come out and win 4-2. And it's a good season. If you look at the table now, it's not really an indication of what it's going to be like in May. It doesn't really give you an idea who's going to finish where or how well people are going to play in the second half of the season. Some clubs might get tired, run out of energy a bit, they might slip down the table. You might have clubs come up. Leicester, obviously, they've had their injuries. They might come back. So, yeah, I'd say it's a table that it's impossible to predict where anyone's going to be. Yes, definitely. Moving on to the next game then. And uh, this one, a lot of people had predictions-wise for Chelsea to win this game considerably in a more comfortable state, George. But Chelsea, it's safe to say, were lucky to get a win out of this game. Mate, I don't know what's going on with old Tommy Tickle, but he's he's losing it a bit at the minute. They're, they're just look, they're defensively, they look shot to pieces. Obviously, Leeds took the lead. See what I've done there? That was good, that, wasn't it? Yeah, um, well done. You do that. Fair play. It was, like, it was that bad. Even Daniel James set up a goal. Like, I thought, God, Finn, I feel like I'm back in. I, feel, I thought I was watching Daniel James when he was at Swansea. Um, but I thought it was stupid but I think it was Alonso that gave it away but he's a bit of a hothead in the Alonso sometimes and then um, Mount got you that goal to equalise I think Mount's been one of your better players recently yeah like, he's been one of the few like, players right now Yeah, I think he scored in the last oh, I think he scored and assisted or something like that in the last five or six so fair play to him Um. And then they're just, 
they just look a bit sluggish, Chelsea, for me. Like, and then mistakes come into their game. Like, and I think, well, where's did this? Ain't been there. I know each. I know every team goes on a dodgy run of form. Maybe Tommy Tickles heard that Graham Jones is unemployed and he's worried. I don't know. Maybe I would be um, really. Yeah, yeah. Graham Jones down Chelsea, mate. I tell you. Yeah, I'd be worried as well. Yeah, so, t- tickle out. That's what I've been saying. Tell you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's safe yeah. to say that defensively, Chelsea have dropped off a cliff pretty much. There's no, there's no real way to other way to put it than attacking wise. There's that seems fine, but Chelsea's defense has been like George said, shot to pieces completely. There's nothing to it at the minute. It's not when you saw at the beginning of the season they were solid. They were not really conceding much, and they were getting the results. And it's now they're just—they're not really defending well, and they're letting too much get past them. The attacking's good, and they are scoring enough goals to get results. But they've got to be better defensively because if you don't score goals, you're still conceding. And I think they, I think just they don't look solid. Well, definitely, Cheerwell's a bigger miss for them, and they've originally probably fought. I think Alonso. I don't think he's good enough. The problem is with Alonso. He He's one of these players. He can he can deliver when he delivers. He does a brilliant job. When he doesn't deliver, it's really bad. There's no in between with him. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think for Chelsea. I think when he delivers, yeah, he's really good. But for Chelsea in the level that they're playing at, I don't think he's a good enough player. And I'm definitely going to hey, say I that. I don't think what it's I been said. good either. Is that yeah. as well? Nah, I mean he's. Ancient. I don't think he's staying. I think his contracts up. I'd imagine he's probably starting to wonder what's next. I don't think we're going to see him stay at Chelsea. Mm. They're not winning the league. I take my statement back from last week that if they had a fully fit squad, they were, I think it's if too they, late. It, I don't know. I think if oh. we have a fully fit squad, I don't think it's too late, but I definitely think we haven't made it easy for ourselves because of the stupid mistakes and uh, having a bad... bad if they carry teams. this form into January, they will not win the league. Definitely not. If they can beat... If they can get back onto form and they can beat Liverpool and City and get, you know, run away a bit with the points, then maybe, but they need but to sort it out going soon. to the last game of the season. I've pulled 100%. it 100%. But they need to sort things out soon. You don't want to be carrying this full one into next year. It's got to be mm. sorted. I think in general, even if, even if Chelsea beat, by, beat Liverpool and City, which I'm not sure about, we they still need them to drop points because I think we'll drop more points. It uh, seems mad, like what we're talking about. They won. You'd think yeah. they'd lost. They but, won, but it was. I was speaking to a friend during the game, and I said, "You know, yes, I'm glad we managed to get a win, but that was Leeds, and we we just about by luck got that win. What if we played a team above Leeds? You know, who you got in the week? We've got Everton. Oh, mate, that's easy. Free that's easy. Sure. Yeah, that, that but then after that, we've got Wolves, and we just Ooh, talked nah. about how well defensively they are. So that won't be easy." Mm. Yeah, it's, it's one of these things. It's definitely going to be a tricky one. You've got I'd Liverpool say. coming up as well. Uh, in yes, in January, yes. Yeah, so not too long. No, yep, that's going to be definitely an interesting one. That's it's it's an interesting also, one. Also, going back to Chelsea, the problem is that you had a lot of pressure. Like, oh, they bought Lukaku and he's going to win them the league. He can't even get back in the team now. No, since his injury. Like, there's my issue. Like. No disrespect. How does um, Timo get in ahead of him? Like, that's like putting Shane Lon ahead of Ronaldo. 
That is a good point. I don't really understand because I, I don't know if there are doubts. <laughs> so, uh, if there are still doubts over Lukaku's fitness or what, but they shouldn't start in the Champions League. Though, yeah, the, the way I see it, no. why do you not start a striker who you paid out so many, so many, so many millions for? Okay, I get Timo Werner is, is there, but if I paid that much money for a striker, I'd start him any time I can. You'd think so, especially when he's got all that expectation as well, that he's going to win this, he's going to win this. And he didn't have a bad start to the season, so if he's available, you'd want to start him. Yeah, I mean, his, his performance, you know, his stats don't reflect his, the the price, the price tag, but that's because he doesn't get played enough. So, yeah, we'll have to see how that goes. Sticking with you, Dan, for the next game, Slippy G back uh, back at Liverpool. Certainly I knew, wasn't. I knew he was going to aim it at me. Well, you are slippy Liverpool G. fan, so that does kind no, of. I meant the Slippy G part. Yes. Uh, slippy G. Slippy G, mate. <laughs> Steven Gerrard. Uh, Steven Gerrard. Yes. So he wasn't. Liverpool got the win through Mo Salah, of course, but certainly wasn't. You didn't fly away with the game. It wasn't an easy win. I think Villa, they were in the game. I think there's probably a lot more Liverpool could have done. I wouldn't say even no team played bad. Neither of them did. Villa sort of made it difficult, but then Liverpool probably could have taken more chances. I'm not really sure what I think of Ox playing up there as well. I'm not really sure what I think of that. <laughs> oh, I don't think that. it. I don't think it was his <laughs> best move at all. Yeah. I think you've got. I mean, I know he came back from a minor injury, but you've got Jota on the bench if he can play, which he played half hour of the game. If he could play the game, you'd. You'd start him. It's another thing about Chelsea and starting him. I just don't think he's not, did not convince me. Let's just say that. But I think fair play to Villa. They made it difficult. Liverpool, you know, we should have probably scored a couple more, but then Villa looked like they were up for it. A couple of times I did think they were going to get a goal, but it was a good game to watch. No outstanding performances from either, no bad performances. And Ox doesn't see up front. That's what I've got to say about it. Yes. I mean, Again, George, as I've said about title chasing teams, it doesn't matter how they win. What matters is they get the vital three points. And that's what Liverpool have done at the end against Aston Villa. Yeah, yeah. They've done what they had to do. Um, one because of a penalty. Um, that's basically all there was to it. Going back to, going back to the Chamberlain thing, um, I watched that. I, I, yeah, Alex Oxay Chamberlain played for Arsenal for a long time, and that was when he was good. Um, he never ever played up front then. Um, he's not a forward player, but it is nice to see Chamberlain not on crutches for once. That is true. Uh, I was going to say I was surprised that. to see him. I was like, oh hello. Well, well, the only <laughs> he's not been the only player I know that's left the club hardly uh, where he's playing week in week out to hardly play because he's always injured and when trophies like but they certainly a weird one there can't have it all can you no no um but I think with I think what people miss out on with these results that come through it's Christmas period and you're going to see some different results but there's a lot of fitness problems and you've got the Covid stuff going on as well so I think there could be a lot of tight games than we think. Like Liverpool-Villa, I think that was always going to be tight because of the Steven Gerrard 
situation around it. There was no chance Liverpool was ever going to go out and go three or four nil. I could have seen Liv- uh, Villa actually beating Liverpool just because of the Stephen Gerrard thing. But like you said, Hubert, they're doing what they've got to do. They're winning one nil, two nil, whatever. Three points, three points. They're still on that march to winning the title. Points are points at the end of the day. Yeah. Don't yeah. matter how you get them. It doesn't matter how you win I as long as you win. If it was nil nil, you didn't have one shot on goal, and then in the ninety fifth minute you scored. What me? Or no. in the one minute or no? Like, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. a point at the end. It's the three points at the end of the day, regardless of how you won it. So, I guess it applies to all, like, or to all things like that when it comes to like some of the Chelsea wins. I say, yeah, it's a crap win, but a win. I guess it's one of these things. Right. Moving on to the next game, then Norwich Man United, and I think <laughs> I think that's a game that I think uh, George. That's a game where people did expect more goals than there was really for Man United. I thought Man United were absolute Um, I was talking to Abdi when this game was on. It was boring. Like, like Norwich could no. If Norwich had someone who could score, and don't I won't take it away. De Gea had a good game again. Um, as usual this season. I just it was just so slow. Like, I thought I was watching... It was like watching Arsenal when we have El Elmeny and Maitland-Niles playing in midfield. Like, yeah, it was... Um, yeah, I didn't... I weren't impressed at all with Man United. Um, didn't really see what was different between that and Solskjaer at the wheel, to be fair. Um, but I know it's obviously still early, isn't it, for Ralph and that he's got a given time. Um, and then they... Um, they got the penalty, which I thought was a penalty, and then Ronaldo, don't he don't really save them that much. Um, so it was nice to see someone different save them. So, yeah, that's all I can really say to it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dan, it's not as bad as United were under Oli because if they were under Oli, they probably would have lost. But you know, credit to Norwich, they held them off, I guess. For some time, certainly, you can't really see Norwich doing anything else. But uh, United got the win in the end, just about. Yeah, under Ollie, they probably would have lost about 2 3 nil. But De Gea has definitely been one of their better players. I think Norwich Unusual under Dean that. Smith. Yeah, very. <laughs> Norwich are not bad under Dean Smith. I know they're not maybe getting all the results, but they've only lost, I think, is it two under him? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they haven't lost two so far. I don't mm. think they're doing too bad. I think it is still relegation form when they're losing enough games to be in the relegation zone, but he's definitely changed something. I think Manu is only one a player that's always going to save them, aren't they, really? It's predictable. But yeah, Fred. <laughs> three points again. It's Star three points. Is three points. Yeah, that's, that is mainly it. Like It don't really matter what any of us say. They've still got the three points. They're fifth yeah. now. They're hanging around that top four place again. So, Still but I did they say be. if they play like that in the week, they'll get beat. Because there's not many teams. I think Norwich are one of the worst teams in the league. I get what you're apart saying. From yeah, they are yeah, yeah, apart from Newcastle, I was just going to say that. I think the first three worst teams in the league are in the bottom three. So, yeah. and Tottenham. Um, and Tottenham are skiving at the moment, so yeah, Tottenham yeah no, don't want to play. 
That's what they are. Play when it suits them. I think with um, Man United, that wins a win. That I suppose I don't really care how they play. Um, and I do honestly, it's not. I hope Linda Loft's all right. I'm not sure what actually happened. I just know he went off. Yeah, he was experiencing breathing difficulties. I think from what I've seen. Yeah. I haven't seen so, all the details, but yeah, I mean, hopefully he's okay. What's happening a bit lately? I'm not happening enough. Yeah, that's, not, that's happened with a few players, I've noticed. Yeah, I wonder if it's the COVID thing because like mm. some of the most of these players have had COVID, and yeah, people yeah. who don't play football saying they have breathing issues with COVID, and oh, you yeah. get long COVID and all that. And then, it's like Gary Lewin was saying on Five Live, they're they're athletes now, so they're not getting the right preparation time or recovery time so we think we're struggling with it so they must be as well yeah exactly yeah, long covid is so, definitely a thing so you know that is a maybe a subject we can have for another podcast but how covid affects it but i don't i think a lot you know i think look at the amount of people collapse in the crowd it's been happening a hell of a lot yes especially in the most recent few months like yeah. People do get breathing difficulties after COVID, so you know. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's all Uh Yes, well, <clears throat> I would have moved on to talk about Brighton Spurs, but Spurs are working from home due to COVID at the moment, so they're unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Uh, we'll <clears throat> move on to a team that uh, was well, definitely working at home and uh, delivering a fantastic result. I'm talking Leicester City, of course, versus Newcastle, four nil, massive four nil. So. A uh, load of us last week around said Newcastle will win because we thought Leicester will be tired. Dan, you mm. know, Leicester will be the injury depleted. And we thought Newcastle surely will take opp- take that opportunity and to do something about it. Uh, they've done something about it and that something is nothing. I think we all went mad. I mean, Tottenham are working from home. I don't think Newcastle are even working. I think they're having a day off. They weren't even in the game. And I think Leicester, you know, they've got injuries. They played probably, I'm going to say, easily the worst team this season in the league. No, but, they didn't play Spurs. <laughs> you know, a 4 no, no win. one's worse than them. A 4 0 win for them is not a terrible result, really, considering their situation. To beat Newcastle as well, um, I think it puts them, you know, their eighth, which is not bad for the situation they're in. Once they get all their squad back and they're not as tired, I think they're going to do really well. But I don't think it's going to be a great time for them at the minute. There's obviously quite a few games coming up. But yeah, it's just Leicester played brilliant against Newcastle, but then it's sort of hard not to. And I think when, if you made the predictions that they'd win it, if you look at a club who's not tired or depleted, you expect someone to play well against Newcastle. There's not really any excuse for not playing too well against them. But it was a good performance from Leicester and Newcastle have just shown us again why I don't think they're going to be signing any big players in January. Yes, and I think, George, you have to look at Leicester's injury situation. You know, They already have a lot of injuries and more were added yesterday with Johnny Evans' injury. So it's something that usually happens to them at the end of the season, but this time it's complete reverse. And they have been drawn against... Uh, let me see, how do I pronounce this? Un-relevant. Randers. I was just Randers. trying to read it myself. Randers. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> They're and facing someone... Rounders, sorry, Rounders in the, the, <laughs> the Europa. And someone's got Rapid Vienna, but I think it might be Celtic. Okay. Well, anyway, so Leicester have you are still in Europe uh, in the competition that Brendan Rogers doesn't even know much about. So 
their injury situation in Europe sure is going to affect them. But all things considered, they did they did the job on Newcastle. But again, that wasn't really difficult. Yeah, um, I didn't watch the game because I was out, but I saw like some of the highlights and um, they did play for like Daka. He scored in the Tillemans, quality midfielder on his day, probably one of the best in the league for me. Um, and then it was um, they're starting a new TV program in Newcastle. I think it's called Strictly Like Madders because Madison danced all over him, and I predicted it earlier in the day. I went in the Sports Mania group and said, Nick, James Madison's going to dance all over you. And he was like, no, no, we're going to win. And he danced. He He done the jive. He danced all over him. Um, So I really like James Madison. I really, really do. And he's he's been up and down the last 12 to 15 months. So hopefully he can... um, kick on and then do the same again at Tottenham in the week so he'll become a cult hero to me on Madders the way he's going so um, I don't even know if Vardy played did he? Uh, he was on the bench I don't know if yeah, he came he was on the bench oh that's what I mean nice. <laughs> it says it yeah. that's when you see that Leicester are not the Leicester of old because Vardy's coming to the end of his career now he's still a fantastic striker but yeah, they're gonna have to go through a rebuilding process again. Like, I still think that Brendan Rodgers at Leicester still it's just stale now. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's taken Leicester as far as he could. Yeah, definitely. I don't think he can take them any further. I think it's kind of. I could say someone like Potter at Leicester. Potter or Lampard. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Lampard. Yeah, that's Lampard one. name all over it. Really. One of them two, I think, definitely. easily. Uh, I think, and funny to think if Lampard takes over Leicester, considering that was the last Premier League game he played as a che- uh, he managed yeah. as a Chelsea boss. So yeah, uh, just to clarify, Europa Conference League, uh, Spurs or Vitesse, I don't know how they're going to work this out, will face Rapid Vienna, oh, while Rapid, yeah. Celtic have some Norwegian team who I cannot pronounce. So Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Then, yeah, yeah, that's well. it. <coughs> that will do. Yeah, it's so like, the with that Spurs win, I'd like to know how that because well, they forfeited the game, but yeah, how they're going to then work this? Are they going to take are they going to flip a coin or what? Apparently, they might extend it. That's what I heard. That Spurs might actually get to play the game. That's what I heard this morning. Okay. I think it was Sky Sports or something. I'm That'd be interesting. Interesting. When are they going to play it next year? Yeah, like they're going to have to, they're going to, have to, yeah. they're going to have to play it before, before the. Before February, so I mean yeah, that's plenty of time, I guess. But they might be allowed to play it in January, is what I heard. I'm not saying it's definite or anything, but it's what I heard. Well, to wait and see what happens there. Right, moving on to the next game, Dan Crystal Palace against Everton. I mean, okay, Everton had that win against Arsenal, but yeah, moving on. Well, moving on because that win didn't really <laughs> boost Everton at all, if because Palace were all over them. Back to normal Everton. That's what I'll start by saying. I think Palace this season are having a really good season. Like I said last time, I think they're up for it. They've got that belief, that new style of football that's really doing them a favour. And Everton, I just, they don't, I don't think everything is good at Everton. I think something's gone on inside that club because no one seems to really know what they're doing. No one seems up for it. They're not turning up for games. And you just have to wonder what is going on at the club. Because something's obviously not right. The sporting director's gone. I just think something's kicked off that's filtered down 
to the players and onto the pitch. And I think Palace are having a good season. I think they can use the fact that Everton don't turn up in games and Palace can capitalise on it. And that's what they did. And I think they really deserve the win. They were all over Everton. I think they played quite well. And yeah, three points well deserved for me. Definitely three points well deserved. George, how brilliant <coughs> was Conor Gallagher in that game? He was nearly as good as me on FIFA. No, he ain't that bad. <laughs> Personally, and I might be being way over the top, I think it's a signing of the season so far. Yeah, he is, definitely. Just, well, the way he's being at Palace, you can't disagree with for that. For me, it's between two people. And the only reason I said um, Gallagher, because there'll be people listening when I say the other one, they say, oh, he's biased because he's an Arsenal fan. And the other one I was going to say is Ramsdale. That's but, a shout, to uh, be fair. I think you're biased because you're an Arsenal fan. But yeah, Gallagher wins it. But I it's think a you're a melt because you're a Chelsea fan. There you go. What about me then? I can't say them sort of words. No. I'm you wouldn't say it to my face. You wouldn't say it to my face either, would you? No, I can't see you, mate. I'll say it to you at Gold Balls. <laughs> Try it. All right, <laughs> then we'll see, we'll see each other at Gold Balls. <laughs> no, so. no, you're fine. Um, you ain't said nothing. You ain't one of those overbearing Liverpool fans yet, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> with Gallagher, I'd, if I was the Palace board, I'd be saying if they, if Viet or Viet, I, I can imagine Vieira saying, "Oh, I need money to spend. I don't want to buy anyone. Just buy Conor Gallagher." Yeah, if there's one player Palace need to make sure they yeah. buy, it's definitely him because he fits in at Palace really well, definitely. and he actually gets treated like. A human being and a player, rather than just a, is, rather just a yeah. source of income, like he is at um, Chelsea. Yeah, I think he's a great player, and he's done. And it proves to him he don't need to be at Chelsea to break into the England squad because he's broken being at Palace. Well, he wouldn't break um, into the England squad at Chelsea because he probably wouldn't have played. No, see, wouldn't be seen. See, I don't know with that, like really, because would you have thought that about Loftus Cheek? Maybe not, but the problem with us is. It's been often the situation that a lot of the youngsters didn't play for, for Chelsea and they got their breakthrough mostly at another team, apart from a few exceptions such as Mason Mount, hudson Adoy, Tammy Abraham and you could say Loftus-Cheek. I mean, he's not exactly wonder, wonder man, but you know. No, it's just not. Well, you shouldn't have sold Tammy Abraham. Like, he still plays, that's my problem. No, like, that is true. Like... You've got Jorginho. I know you have Jorginho, Kante and Kovacic as your midfield three. They're the main three that play ahead. But Gallagher, obviously week in, week out, Gallagher, like he starts with Palace. Like, as an Arsenal fan, I'd have Gallagher. I think most clubs would have Gallagher, to yeah, be honest. I think so, yeah. He's a quality player that has a lot more to prove, I think, at any yeah. club he plays for. Palace being also, the club just- in this Tonight. Going on to the Everton topic, Dan said that he thinks that's not like, obviously going from through it's more the than something's wrong. I just don't think they're good enough. I've said it. Like I don't think them players are good enough. They're mid table at best. Some of those players, like town, like you go through at Townsend, he couldn't have been that good. Palace didn't even want to keep give him a new deal. No, he's he's relegation player. Yeah, like he's around that sort of area. Damari Gray. He does well for Everton, but I could still see him only being like a top 10 player. 
If that, I don't think he's good. I think he just like, I don't think he's bad by any means, but I don't think he's good. It's the best I of think, the be- it's the best of the worst bunch. Yeah, sure. and I think that's why he stands out because he's the best yeah. that they've got. Um, then you go for it. Richarlison is probably their best player. Like he'll be gone. Yes. Um, Calvert Lewin when he plays, probably their best striker. But I can see him go. Pickford, like I don't around. rate. I don't rate Pickford. I don't rate Pickford for Everton. No, for England, but this is what really winds me up when people say, oh, but he's good for England. <laughs> so? Yeah, he, like, you might be good for England, but if you're not good for your for the club, no. then what's the point? Yeah, and then you've got um, a slight issue there. Then you've got people like Ben Godfrey. He's all right. Nothing, he's not, he's nothing major, is he? Like Michael Caine, nothing major. Like These are mid-table... Uh, how many, I always weigh it up. Like how who would get in a top eight team from Everton? Calvert Lewin, who's currently not playing. Yeah, Calvert Lewin is that is the only Lewin, one I could name. Yeah, I only thought of potentially three, and that is um, on their day, Luca Dean, um, Richarlison, and Calvert Lewin. It's a fair shout. Well, we had a little discussion during about during that game in Sportsmania WhatsApp group. And the main point people were mentioning is Everton are nothing without Calvert-Lewin. You know, you can tell they're clearly no. missing him. Yeah, they are. Because everything right, runs through him, doesn't it? Like, he, he can hold the ball up, he's fast. Like, he can head a ball, he can shoot. So, it's it's a big boot to fill. And then when you've got to replace him with Rondon, I know he scored, but, Replacing yeah. him with a pensioner. Yeah, yeah he's not going to be like three goals a game scorer. And I think Everton are going through a, a problem which many they other just teams need to have. They strip it down. They need to do what Arsenal have done. Everton have like, been going start... through a problem for about five years. Yeah, they need to do what Arsenal have done. Start from top to bottom, get rid of the like Deadwood and the ones that wait, taking up weight. Like Alex Awobi. Yeah, um, 30 odd million for him. Thanks. <laughs> He'll pay off some yeah, of our stadium that. off, mate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you've got Seamus Coleman, absolute legend of, of football. But he's if they want to improve, they need to bring someone else in to, who's a bit younger. The, the, the way forward for me, it looks like it's youngsters, like around that 20 to 24 mark. And there's players out there they can get. There's players they can money. get because Everton the, are a one-man team at the moment. They just don't know how to spend it. They they're run by a bunch of clowns. Yeah. Got no well, look at how it. much money they spent, and look at how yeah. little result is getting them. Yeah. You think they spent thirty-five million on a Wobi, yeah? And they spent two million on Damari Gray. Who's a better player? Damari Gray, Gray this yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But there you go. Like. They spent, um, they bought um, Decore. I think he's a really good midfielder, Decore, but with some, he needs a lot of help. And then they just buy crap. Like, I just don't get it personally. Like, I remember that Sadibe. Do you remember him, the fullback? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? And I thought he was okay, but then they dropped it. I, I just don't, like you said, the director of football's gone, so they ain't got no one there. I just need to strip it down. Like, because I, 
personally, what I think Everton need is I don't think Benitez is going to be there for the rest of the season. They, I could see in January results carrying on him getting the sack, Ferguson taking over as an interim. Our favourite word. Um, <laughs> Man United's fan the, favourite word. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent the, their favourite. And then in the summer, the sales. Sell some players, rebuild that squad, and then bring in someone like a young manager like a Lampard or someone like that. Or a Potter. <laughs> yeah. Steve probably Bruce. Decent, I wouldn't be surprised. Steve Bruce. <laughs> I wouldn't be oh dear God. Well then he could help them if he could help them as a player. <clears throat> Um, I think I wouldn't be surprised if the game that gets Benitez the sack will be the Newcastle game on the 30th of December, to be honest. Yeah. Because Either at the end of the day... Or in the week, this week, it depends how bad it is. Well, yeah, although, mind you, they are playing Chelsea, so no one's going to expect Everton to beat Chelsea, but Newcastle... No, but what I'm they... saying is if Chelsea went and won 4-5 nil. Yeah. Is that not sort of expected? To yeah, that's now? the thing, though. No, no, I don't think it's it. I, don't I wouldn't know, maybe... be shocked. Not no. from Everton. Not from Everton fa- fans. Like we've beaten them four 0 before, and it was expected. Yeah, yeah. I don't it's know. Not be a I, shock, w- is it? I think they're going. I think the Newcastle game is one of these things. If you won't be able to beat Newcastle, who are basically bottom, rock bottom of everything, I think that will be a clear answer that Benitez needs to go. Yeah, I think that's what how they will see. I. I personally wouldn't have him at all at Everton, but hey ho. Because I just it Small just didn't work. Yeah. It just didn't work because they're saying like about it. Benitez, everything he said and done for Liverpool and all that. And then I don't it's like never to know going what, to goes, work. what goes through the board's mind. I don't know. He was set up to fail. Yeah, he was. From day one. Yeah, he but he, it's a poison chalice, really. Yeah. yeah. For him, yeah. 100%, but then why did he accept it? That's the thing. That's the, yeah, logically, you kind of, yeah, you'd think, I know job's a job, but. But you wouldn't take that job out of all the jobs in football. No, it's like Arsene Wenger going to Tottenham after he left Arsenal. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do, do, that. do it. No. I suppose it all depends their personal way of living, doesn't it? Like, I don't know if he has family over here and with the COVID, he's been abroad for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, but he could have gone to Newcastle. Yeah, but we'll never maybe really know thought, what happened now, I suppose. Well, that is maybe true. Thought, maybe thought Mike Ashley was coming back. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mike Ashley was still there at the time. To be yeah, fair. although yeah. when the although when the Saudi took over, they did want Benitez, but yeah, that didn't happen. Sadly, yeah. I can see it happening though. You know, I don't think how and lost. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's fully no. out of the question. I don't mm. see Eddie how lasting too long, and I think. He's got a good connection at Newcastle and the fans love him. I think it might work better for him than what he's done here. So, yeah, I can see it happening. If he gets some money behind him and they get some players in, I can see him doing all right at Newcastle. Benitez is kind of done like Mourinho did for me, to be honest. That's the only issue. He's got to either sort right, it out. He's or... such a great manager. And then his last couple of jobs are kind of ruining his reputation a bit. Yeah, and Mourinho's reputation now is messing clubs up. It always goes yeah. wrong. Well, he's at Roma. He hasn't been there for even half a season. He's already fallen out with people. Yeah, exactly. Look at him when he was at Spurs. Well, look at him when he was at United. I mean, 
lost yeah. it completely. Chelsea. They were even they the, even the second time at yeah even the second time at yeah. Chelsea in 2015. I think after that he he his management days should have been over. Yeah, that yeah. was it. I think they were about well, they were about 14th, 15th near. You were 16th at one point. Yeah, at one point you. Were, I think you're about 14th near Christmas. So that's you really shouldn't have been there. That should have been the end of him. He should have mm. said, "Well, I mean, if, that was a season when Stoke finished above us. I mean, it can't get any worse than that." That is tragic. Just to be so totally you know, the Champions League draw is now live, so we will keep you posted to see who. Yes, we there. definitely will keep yeah, you posted when, once Man United get PSG again. Definitely. I've actually happen. heard some breaking news that West Germany are going to be called out by UEFA. What to play in the to be in the draw? Yeah, yeah, because they don't know how to do draws. No, nah, they ain't got a clue, have they? West Germany will actually play. Accurate and Stanley apparently in the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, I've just heard uh, Stratford Towner in it as well. Is it Stratford yeah. Towner? Yeah. Stratford Luton playing. That's called. the thing, though. That's what you really want to know. Uh, they are playing Arsenal. Luton. Funny enough. Yeah. So how'd you come at Bedford Town? They've got Chelsea here, but I don't oh. know about that. Very good Even home game. Yeah. Marine, Marina <laughs> in it as well. They've got Tottenham. Yeah. That's a repeat. Oh, again. Oh, come on, yeah. Marine. Yeah. <laughs> FC Moura have been promoted. Hey. Surely give 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 that you know they can't face Tottenham to face them in the group. Oh well, never mind. Yeah, yeah they've right. got Liverpool. They have. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, we'll move on to predictions for the next two game weeks because it's a Can double whammy. Can I just whammy. talk about something? To do, uh, we missed it on the Arsenal game. Um, mm. It's not actually to do with the game, but it's to do with something that happened before. Um, about <laughs> Arsenal's captain, Mister Abamian. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> He was left out of the squad because he broke disciplinary breaches. So I'm not going to say, because it's not confirmed why he went and all that, but there's a lot of rumours going around because he apparently had a tattoo in Barcelona or something, whatever. But um, how many more times has he got to break disciplinary stuff for me? That's the second time now. So surely, as I know I've spoken to quite a few other Arsenal fans and we've all said the same thing, that captaincy has to be stripped off it of will, him. I think. I think it will. Well, he was dropped out the squad, which fair play to Arteta, he had to do that. Um, but I just wanted you guys, as neutrals, who would you pick? Because honestly, I'll tell you, I think afterwards. But out, if you had the top three, who would you pick as Arsenal captain to replace? That's a good question. That I'd go for a slightly shocked one. I think I'd be go. That's really. I mean, I wouldn't have a Bamyang. We, you'd safe to say because nah. he's nowhere near. Gabriel, mm. can Rams uh, Ramsdale? Ramsdale is exactly he's one of your best thinking. players. That's exactly who I was thinking. I'd go for Ramsdale all day. I think for them, he'd be good captain. He's not known for anything either. He's quite a grounded player. He keeps his feet on the ground. He knows what he's doing. I think he'd make a really good captain. So the three I said was. Ramsdale, like you said, it's not in all any order. Gabriel, but and if he can stay fit, Tierney. Yeah, he wouldn't be bad either. Because Tierney. Yeah, Tierney like, wouldn't be a bad asset. No. Or even someone like a Ben White. One of those back five needs to have it for me. Because a proper captain who's at the back can see the whole pitch and know what's going on with strikers. It don't work. You don't need Aubameyang, though. That's what that. This is proving it now. It's not been good at I, all. I think he'll be gone. Like personally, I I've always liked Aubameyang, and he's done in Özil, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got rid of him. 
rather than him no, if they no, try and force him out. Don't be surprised if, like, Newcastle, send him to Newcastle. Got money. Yeah, let him go there. He but deserves to play in the championship. <laughs> he's got 30. He's 32, I think, at Bamian now. Yeah, so, I think he is. Arsenal going for a striker from what I've heard in the January. So that's at the minute it's either the Florentina striker or Calvert Lewin. That's what they're talking about. But a Bamiam and Lacazette, them two, it's it's finished now. Like Lacazette, yeah. I know he scored, but you know, when was the last it's time? Over. He scored? Yeah, yeah, it's over for both um, of them. If we're gonna go down this young route of stuff, I don't know. I think that I can I don't see Maybe Aubameyang still has a future at the club. I don't know, but definitely not as captain at the moment. And the reason I say he has a future because I don't think he has a future as the number one striker from January because I think they'll go out and buy someone. I'd be surprised if they don't. If Arsenal want top four, then the board have to do that. So, yeah, that's just what I thought. No, when I read that about Aubameyang, I thought it would mention that on the podcast. No, it's a fair, fair thing, fair question to ask, considering Aubameyang does not really act like. Well, look how we played Hampton. against Southampton. We won three 0 and I thought we played a lot better when Aubameyang started against Man Man United. We were rubbish. Um, well, he was as well. And when he come, I can't really say about Everton because he come on right towards the end, but he has. He ain't been good enough for me. He started all right when he scored four and four at home. And then I thought, maybe he's, we're seeing the Abamyam of old, maybe. But I'm like, Hubert, you'll know this better because you follow German football. But didn't Abamyam do this just before he left Dortmund? Yeah, things have fallen out with Abamyam when, when Dortmund, when he was leaving Dortmund, there was another, there was, there was a few falling outs as well. But I think. That also had problems with the way Dortmund were, boards were, was because I think a few people had fallings out of Dortmund, management including. Um, I know Thomas Tuchel also fell out there. But yeah, Aubameyang certainly is one of these players that acts like a bit of a prima donna sometimes, it seems. That's what happens when he hands around with troops. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it, it be, it's... It's an interesting debate because Aubameyang doesn't put a shift. He's kind of becoming a Macedozo, really. Yeah, yeah. He's there, yeah, he's it. getting the money, but he's he not putting the money in, and then that's hmm, it. Not Doing putting in any effort. Yeah, that's like someone said if you're paying 300 and 350 grand a week, you expect salad numbers, don't you? Really? Oh, I would, yeah. Or like at least top three, top four player, um, like or a De, or a De Bruyne number or Foden or them, um, Mane. You don't expect someone to only have scored three goals, three or four goals this season. Well, it'll be we'll have to wait and see what happens with the Bamiyang, but I've got a feeling it's gonna be same old, same old until something will happen. I the fact that he's still at Arsenal, I'm actually quite surprised to be honest. Yeah, nothing yeah. I don't think I personally don't think he'll go in January, but maybe the summer I don't know. I, mean, I think in the summer he can go. Hundred percent. The problem is it's the Ozil situation. Who's gonna buy him? Uh, someone abroad may, but I don't know. I don't think it'll be a Premier League team, put it this way. He'll go sub he'll go somewhere else. That's that's one yeah. thing I can say for sure. I do not yeah. think any Premier League team will actually want him. No, no. 
do what they did with Willie and just chuck him out. One, yeah. no Premier League team will want him, plus two, even though his performances were absolutely awful, he will still expect a big paycheck, So, which not which not many Premier League clubs will uh, be able to even afford. Not many clubs abroad will give him it either. There's not going to be anyone who's really going to think he deserves it. Why would you pay someone who's performed like that for the past two years? Why would you give him a massive paycheck? You'd be deluded yeah. to even think of it. Yeah, definitely. Yes, well, about uh, the Champions League is about to be redrawn. So, yep, we'll keep you posted. We will move on to predictions for the next two game weeks. And if we have the draw afterwards, we will talk about it. If not, I do want to mention WSL as well, a few results in there. So, move yeah, on to predictions. The girls. Mm. Oh, yeah, up the girls. Come mm. on. We'll move on to predictions. And we're going to start with Brentford Man United, which actually is doubtful to go ahead at the moment, but... Um, mm. we'll see. We'll see what happens. So yeah, Dan, score prediction, please. Well, if it does happen, I am going to go shock one here. But I don't know if it is actually two one Brentford. Yeah, yeah. You never know, George. Um, if Man United play, they played the other day. Then I think Brentford can win, but just maybe one one. Yeah, I'm going to go two all for that one. Norwich Villa, Dan. I'm going to go 3 0 Villa. George? Yeah, same. Yeah, I'm going to go 3 0 as well. Dean Smith Derby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Man City leads, George. 4 1 City. Dan? 4 1 City as well. I'm going to go 3 1 City. Next up, Dan Brighton Wolves. 1 0. George. Two one wolves. I'm gonna go one all for that one. Next one, cracker here. When it in terms of relegation anyway, George Burnley Wolves. No, not Burnley Wolves, Burnley Watford. So say what they're playing twice. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering that. <laughs> yes. I think Watford will win two nil. Dan? I think three one Watford. I'm going to go 2-1 Watford. Next one, Dan Palace, Southampton. Uh, 1-0 Palace, I'm going to ask. George? 2-0 Palace. No, 3-0 Palace. They've got old Big Willie and go. True. I'm going to go 3-1 Palace. Next one, big game this, George. Arsenal, West Ham. Ooh. 2-1 2-1 Arsenal. Dan? 2-0. I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal for that. Next one, again, whether it will go ahead, God only knows. Uh, Dan, Leicester Spurs. I'm going to go 2-1 Leicester. Oof. George? 2-1 Leicester. Strictly like matters. 2 mm, all. <laughs> Next one, George, Chelsea Everton. Five, uh, four nil. Dan? Yeah, four nil. Going to go three nil. Next one, Dan. Easy three points should be Liverpool, Newcastle. I'm going to go five nil. I might be being brave, but yeah, five nil. Mm-hmm. You never know. George? Um, I was saying that I was going to take six. <laughs> yeah, we can't lose. We can't lose, so we might as well have a big win. I'm going to go 4-0 for that one. 
Right, we're also going to predict game week 18 because we're going to talk about both of them in the next episode. And we start with George Brighton, Man United. Yeah. 3-1 United. Dan? 2-1 United. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 United for that one. Depends if they get a penalty when the full-time whistle. Yeah, that's (laughs) all, yes. There is that. That'd be quite funny. Dan, Villa, Burnley. I'm going to go 3-0 Villa. George? 2-0 Villa. I'm going to go 3-1 Villa. George, Southampton, Brentford. 1-0 Brentford. Dan? 2-1 Brentford. Yeah, I'm going to go 2-1 Brentford as well. Dan, Watford, Palace. 3-0 Palace, I reckon. George? 1-1. Ooh, 2-1 Palace. Next one, George, West Ham, Norwich. I remember the last... <laughs> I remember the last oh, yes. time they played Norwich was when Mikel Antonio scored four in one Went game. Went crazy. And I had him as my captain on Fantasy Didn't you have him football. as triple captain as well? Triple captain, yeah. <laughs> Lucky <laughs> gift that was. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember we were doing that, watching that on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. I think I was nearly, nearly had a heart attack on the fourth one. Winning. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good game. I remember three watching nil, that. Though. I'm going to go 3-0 West Ham. Hey, Dad? 4-0 West Ham. Yeah, I'm going to go 4-0 as well. George, Leeds, Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. Dan? 2-1 Arsenal. I'm going to go 3-1 Arsenal. Dan, Everton, Leicester. 4-0 Leicester. George? My captain, Madison. No? Uh, 4-0, uh, 3-0 Leicester. Yeah, I'm going to go 4-0 Leicester. Leicester for that one. Next one, George Wolves, Chelsea. 1 0 Chelsea. Dan? Yeah, 1 0 Chelsea. Well, I'd like a win, but yeah, it's going to be 1 0. Oh dear, oh dear. Dan, Newcastle, Man City. 5 0 Man City. George? 5 0. I'm going to go 8 0 City. 8-0. I wonder what they did against Watford. <laughs> Imagine that. That would be, be a brilliant game, to be fair. Oh, it'll be cracker. Because <laughs> all those Bernardo does a couple. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll be happy be with fine. that. Diaz scores or assists, you know. Yeah. Can, yeah. Next um, one. And Solo would be back. Yeah. Dan Spurs Liverpool. I'm going to say 2-1 Liverpool. George. 6-0. 4-1 Liverpool. I can't cheat. I can't ever want them not to win. No, no, that's fair enough. Right. <laughs> the next thing we're going to do Premier League-wise is do in and bin. So good old fantasy football feature. George, what have you got? Um, so it's kind of a split one because obviously we're doing two game weeks here. So with a game week coming up, get rid of Cancelo because um, he's suspended. So drop him to your bench, but, but then he'll be back for the one afterwards. In um, Ezra Consa. 
Um, I think he can get you a clean sheet, and if they're going to score set pieces, he's normally around to do that, isn't he? Um, and then for the other game week, obviously, just go heavy on Man City or Liverpool players, I think. <laughs> Dan, what have you got? Uh, I'd say, to be fair, if people haven't already gone, you've got to have Salah, but you know, my actual one would be to bring in Contra as well. I think he is gonna he's gonna score and I've got to agree with George on the Cancelo's not playing. So if you can get him in, it's a really good one. It's a reliable player and he's gonna pick you up some points. Good backup option as well. Like if you've yeah, got always if you've got someone in your squad that don't really feature, it's all the whole point of doing well at FPL is having a good squad. Yeah, I think that's a big key. My one is I've given Callum Wilson a chance, thinking he will do something. Newcastle will actually do something when they had a chance, but not going to happen. So take him out if you did give him a chance. And I'd say with Villa playing Burnley and Norwich, I'd say give Watkins a go because I think you know he can get quite a few goals in that I'm one. Actually, thinking of <laughs> so I've got Callum Wilson up front with Dennis, but because Watford are playing Burnley, I'm so tempted just to drop Wilson mm-hmm. and. A Josh King and have yeah, a Watford could be an idea. You never know. I mean, Watford, Watford Burnley. I mean, okay, yeah. Burnley play like they did yesterday, then and keep keep Watford at bay. But it's not a bad shout considering they're in pretty good scoring form, especially Dennis. And you know, King does get goals as well. I'm not expect a bad... from Newcastle if I'm honest. Well, I no. wouldn't expect anything, mate. No, nothing. So... Burnley definitely love their manager, though, don't they? Their relegation all season. He's still. Not he's still there getting sacked I wouldn't imagine he's still there having his gravel for breakfast so yeah, yeah. easy for him wood glass and nails it's the Burnley way definitely well, oh, God, wood the, um, it's the Burnley way don't worry about it son we'll manage no matter what happens we always manage don't worry right so <laughs> we haven't got the Champions League draw details just yet so we will move on briefly to talk about the WSO because there's been some shocking results there especially good result definitely for Arsenal because you've destroyed Leicester who are rock bottom of the WSL but also you've capitalised on the fact that Chelsea lost to Reading 1-0 yeah I was um, <laughs> so Saturday I was looking at scores and I was like what Reading 1-0 against Chelsea I was like ah. I was like I was like FML like you had 34 <laughs> shots on goal I thought my um, booster was giving me hallucinations yeah well whole, it could have been I was, I was like, I put my hands together. Happy days. Like, we'll do it. Let's go. We've got Leicester. We was playing Leicester. Who's scored three goals this season. Got no points. Bottom of the league. What could go wrong? So, yeah, we've gone four points clear. Needed that bit of a cushion because um, Viv Vietmar scored again. So, it was good for her. It was good to see Jordan Nobbs score as well. Um. And Freedom, I can't say her last name. I always struggle. Freedom, Man- Matamon. Yeah, we'll stick with that because I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not okay. I'll, I'll practice that next time. Um, so, yeah, 4-0. Happy days. They had someone sent off as well. Yeah, so 4-4 four, four, four clear. Happy days, really. I was surprised, though, Chelsea lost. But they did bring on the big girls in the um, second half. So, but... Some breaking news. Sporting will play Manchester City. And Salzburg have got Bayern Munich. 
Yeah. So yeah, we'll predict them ties in a minute. So Dan, what's your, what's your view on the WSL and women's football? Because we haven't had you on the podcast yet to talk about it. So what's your view on it? I think it's definitely getting bigger. I think it might just be me, but this season it seems to be getting a lot more notice. And I think you've got different teams to what you'd have in like the standard Premier League. You've got different teams that do well, so it's good. It's good to see that it is getting bigger, and I think. It's easier to watch now. You can watch it, Sky Sports or the highlights and that. So, yeah, I think it's quite interesting and it's definitely got a place in football and I don't see it getting any smaller. I think one day it will be bigger. I don't think it'll ever be maybe massive, but I think it is going to get quite big and I think it's good to see it coming along nicely like that. I like it where they put it on BBC yeah. and Sky now. Yeah, It's good. It yeah. makes it more, more people take notice, I think. Right, if so that's there. People will watch it, obviously, because you can you can find mm-hmm. it easier. Exactly, and that that's what makes it more noticeable. And radio does it as well now more. So let's yeah. let's start getting to the Champions League draw as the teams are coming out. So Bayern, before the draw, had Atletico. Now they've got Salzburg. George, surely that's yeah, that's much easier for them now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet they're really upset about um, the draw being redone again. And also, uh, I don't know who Man City had beforehand, but now they've got Sporting. Villarreal, I think. Yeah, they had. So yeah, they, yeah. they've. I, I think that's been given easier for them. Benfica yep. have been drawn against Ajax as well. That'd be a good game, actually. That should be a good oh, yeah, game. Although I do think Ajax will probably go through. Ajax will win that, but it will be a good game. Yeah. At the moment, that's with the current two, teams, two powerhouses of Europe in the day, mm. Benfica and Ajax. Um, yeah. At the moment, sport, mm. I don't really know much about sporting. So. Not really, I don't follow the Portuguese league. But at the moment, the way I see it, Ajax, Man City and Bayern going through to the next stage with the way things currently are. Definitely. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I love this. I love that I'll just break, came out. Let me just break it. So, before the round two, in the first round, old Tommy Tickle, Graham Jones FC, Chelsea got Lille. In round two, Chelsea have got Lille. Well, I'm glad the Patriot came through. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks, you, Ava, for it this, cost by a lot. The way. It cost me a lot of money, that did. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, um, you'd fancy Chelsea there, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, yeah. Lille aren't, you know, they won the French Ramblers League, but you know, still, you. So yeah, so if I got Chelsea, Man City, Bayern, Ajax potentially coming through to the next stage if predictions are to be. Lille have been decimated, didn't they? After well, they've sold the everyone yeah. pretty much. They've sold all their players. So. Renato Sanchez could be going as well. He's been linked with Arsenal. To be fair, I'd he's love been him with Arsenal. everyone though, is he not? To be I'd, fair. I'd, I'd, I'd love him at Arsenal. I think he's a good player. Well, here we um, go. Man United has been revealed and they have Atletico Madrid. At least they didn't get off on an easy, easy one. Oh, Man, Man United against Suarez. What could go wrong? What I love is they, 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 that the ball was taken out when they for the potential Atletico tie and now that's who they actually got. Yeah. They got them anyway. So, yeah. Who else is at Atletico? Griezmann? Jao Felix. Yeah, Jao Felix. But they just throw themselves up the floor, Athletic. Yeah, Athletic have fallen off a cliff. They lost in the... I think they were second in La Liga on, in the top four. I think they lost in the Madrid derby 2-0, leaving Real Madrid very much very much clear at the top of the table. Yeah. 
could change. Villarreal have Juventus as well. Oh, I, I hate to add it after this is not left Liverpool in a good no, exactly what I'm thinking. Exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking. Can Liverpool get PSG? PSG, it's got to be. I said this morning we'd get PSG, so maybe I jinxed it that we are going to get PSG. Or can you get Real Madrid? Uh, You've no, got Inter, Inter Milan. Milan. Liverpool have Inter Milan. Yeah, I'll take got that. Inter Milan. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. So at the moment... PSG? They've left PSG out the draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not coming. They've been right, drawn out of the three. competition. Not doing another draw. Yeah. So I mean, at the moment, Salzburg it... would have been good, but I will take Inter. Uh, not, not the worst option. No, logically at the moment, I think it looks like PSG Real Madrid will be coming out because uh, they're the only two teams left. I'm thinking yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah, they are. it's got to be, hasn't it? So logically, PSG Real Madrid. Real is Madrid the next PSG. Team. Yeah, and we all know what that's going to be about. <laughs> killing them, killing them softly. Yeah. Because that's where he wants to go. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, so like we said, I think we see what Ajax, Man City, Chelsea, Bayern going through. Then the other ties, Villarreal, Juventus, who are we seeing going through there? I'd say Juventus, but they, they'd like to drop in the Champions League. So it's not a guarantee, but Juventus are the favourite, I'd say. George? Um, Juve. I'm going to be different. I think Villarreal will actually will actually do it. Juventus are in a poor run of form. I, I think Villarreal could possibly sneak past. It wouldn't be easy, but I think they might just sneak past. Okay, the next tie, Atletico United. Who are we seeing there? Dodgy. <laughs> Uh, I don't actually know. Uh, I'm going to put the answer out there first, then I'm going to go Atletico. Yeah, I think it's called Liverpool. Oh, I'd say that anyway. I don't like either. I think, I think United might edge it. I think Atletico... I mean, I don't like either team, but I think Atletico will do that one particularly. So, Liverpool into Milan. I mean, Dan, obviously, you're going to go Liverpool. No, not even, not even because of them. My team. I mean, Inter Milan, they sold quite a few of their players. Yeah, they're we not can the greatest them. team. So, no, I'd hope we can win against. It's a team we should be beating. So, George, would I'd you say? Be surprised. Would you say Liverpool as well? Yeah, yeah, I would say Liverpool for that as one. That they've just got to watch out for Martinez personally. Mm. And, and the Barella. last one, tie then PSG Real Madrid. Dan, who are we going with? I'm going to go PSG. George? Real Madrid. Uh, PSG. Sorry. Oh, apparently they might have messed up again. What? No, oh, come what's on. What's it say now? I don't know. We don't know. This is unbelievable. <laughs> come on, don't tell me that. There's... Please. <laughs> I am not sticking around in the in the, in the recording session for the next draw. <laughs> unbelievable! This is a bit of live reaction. It's unbelievable! Unbelievable! Jeff. unbelievable. <laughs> oh I don't know what they've done. Same thing there. 
If, if they have missed out, okay, that's, yeah, that's brilliant. I mean, this has got to be... He, he was laughable the first time, never mind the second time. At this rate, they'll be cancelling the Champions League, to be honest. At this rate, we might as well just... They'll just be like, everyone just turn up at the same stage and it'll be like yeah, the five, five tournaments. You get, all the te- get, all the te- get all the teams out, then whichever team has the most players on the pitch. Yeah. Whichever team scores first can go through. Then whichever, team scores, whichever team scores the most goals... Like a kind of a roll rumble mixed with football thing. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, anyway, well, if it has messed up again, we will keep you posted on our. Well, yeah, media. I have some very breaking news that Birmingham City have been added to the draw. So there you go. The women's team, yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, uh, there we go. That is the Champions League draw for now. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we will see. Jesus. Anyway, this has been the podcast. Uh, Remember, anyway. keep us uh, contact us if you want to be involved with Sportsmania. Yeah, absolutely. Stuff on at official S Mania. We have the Facebook group as well. Obviously, Sportsmania. We have the WhatsApp group. Or if you want to contact any of us, just you know where to find us. Just to update you, know it's all fine. You UEFA have not f- up again but for the first time, good. sadly. Uh, so yeah, well, yeah, but we can't have it. That again, is the we? official Champions League draw, we think. <laughs> On that note, we'll speak to you next week. <laughs> <laughs>